Welcome to episode 95 of Sharing Life Lessons. This is season 10. We are one spirit, one soul, one world, and together we are creating a library of stories and life lessons. I am your host Hamida, and I want to bring you stories, because stories matter, stories inspire, stories teach, and stories heal. Listeners, to begin, I want to thank you because I'm truly enjoying all the comments that you are leaving for me on YouTube, as well as the ratings and reviews on Apple Podcast. Please keep them coming because they keep me motivated and going. Also, I am glad you are here to listen to the second part of this two-part series. In episode number 94, Amin laid the foundation for us by explaining the three levels of thought and only scratched the surface about how our thoughts have life and vibration. Today, we will dig deeper into thought vibration. For those who have not heard episode number 94, please know that this is a true sequel, and you may not get the context if you don't listen to number 94 first. For those who listened to 94, you are in for a treat. We will pick up exactly where we left off last week, where Amin introduced his two angels, Cyrus and Luminous. What I already know about them is that Cyrus is the angel of knowledge and Luminous is the angel of light. They join Amin to make Amin's workshops fun and you are about to get a glimpse of that today. Matthew Richard Rinpoche is a French writer, a photographer and a Buddhist monk. He beautifully summed up this episode in just two lines. He said, every hour spent 10 seconds wishing someone happiness. It's transformative. 10 seconds an hour, he says. You are, say, awake for 16 hours because you sleep for 8 hours because that's what you're supposed to do. So if you do this for 10 seconds an hour, it only takes 160 seconds a day, which is only and only in capital letters, 2 minutes and 40 seconds. That's all it takes. Let's find out how this relates to thought vibration. Once again, please join me in welcoming Amin Daya. Now, ask me about the two angels that I use that come in and help us understand very complex things. One of them is called Cyrus and the other is called Luminous. Okay, before you go any further, I want to let the listeners know that I am in love with his two angels. (laughs) (laughs) He says these angel stories in our Saturday meetings and I'm sitting there with goosebumps, sometimes even tearing up. So please go ahead. I mean, tell us about your angels. So Cyrus and Luminous, they, they, they are beautiful, beautiful angels that take complex situations, issues, scientific things, spiritual things, and narrow them and sift them down into something very simple that we all understand. So sometimes in the webinars, when I have to try and bring across something that's complicated, I could either put you all to sleep or the two angels come in and go, we're going to explain it to you. So here, a question that was posed to Cyrus was exactly how do you tell the vibration level of a thought and how can we differentiate them? Mm-hmm. And this came about because I was talking about the works of the Japanese scientist, Masoro Emoto. Mm-hmm. And what Emoto did was he proved that water is one of the most intelligent elements on the planet. 
So he put water in petri dishes, and you can look him up online. Very interesting, his work. You'll see his pictures too. He put water in petri dishes and then put a message under each of those dishes. So one of them was love. One of them was generosity. One of them was gratitude. One of them was, I hate you. One of them was, I will kill you. And he put these under the petri dishes and then he lowered the temperature. I think it's either minus 12 or minus 20, one of the two. So it became ice. Then he photographed the crystals that form on the ice. Mm -hmm. And if you look at his pictures, the ones around love, gratitude, generosity, prayer, the crystals are perfect. The geometry is impeccable. And then when you come down to hate, crystals don't even form, they're just scattered. Mm. And when it comes to things like, I will kill you, it just, it's ugly. So I asked Cyrus, explain this to us, my friend, because if I start to explain it, I'm going to put everyone to sleep. So you take the floor. And so Cyrus said, I'll give you a simple analogy. He said, the thoughts that are coming across of a positive nature form these beautiful crystalline structures. These are thoughts of the highest vibration. And those that are negative and ugly are thoughts of very low vibrations. Therefore, they cannot form crystals. Mm -hmm. He said, let me give you an example. He said, when you were young and in the days of the dot matrix printer, Today, everybody is laser and maybe some people weren't even born. Or 3D printers right now where you can make body parts out of printing. And, and when I first learned about computers, we had Fortran where we used to have big packs of cards and our computer was the size of a big room and they fed those cards in and you got your printout. So he took us to the dot matrix printer and he said, okay, now if I want to draw a picture, he said, let's say I take your photograph and I want to print it. If I have very few dots and I print your picture on a dot matrix printer with very few dots, will you see yourself? And I said, no, because I, the dots are scattered. He goes, mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. So he said, that's what negative thoughts are. They embody very little intelligence. He said, think of each dot as intelligence and think of vibration as the sum total of all these dots. So if I, if I were to reproduce your photograph with low vibrations, you would not even know it's you. That's what Emoto finds when you say, I will kill you and hate and things like that. He said, now we go higher up to something like love. He said, now the vibrations are higher. So you got lots of dots. So now these dots, there's plenty of them. So when I look at all these dots, I see my face. You can see your image. Mm -hmm. So he said, that's because you got enough dots, each dot being a unit of intelligence. And that some total being vibration. And then he said, if we took your thought to the highest level, to the intellect, then he said, the number of thoughts that would show up 
we couldn't even count. Now look at your picture. It's absolute perfect. It's like you are coming out of that dot matrix printer. Mm. So higher the vibration, absolute clarity, absolute clarity, lower the vibration, chaos. And this is how Cyrus and Luminous explains to the group the concept of vibration. And when you now take that information and say, each one of us is defined by the quality of our thoughts, nothing else. And remember, I started by saying, your life is simply moments and thought. So moments will run out, but while they are there, you are constantly producing thoughts. Mm -hmm. And your thoughts are flowing out and germinating like seeds in the hearts and minds of people next to you and those very far away. So you have to worry about the quality of your thoughts. You have to seek to produce thoughts of the highest vibrations because then you are contributing to the mass consciousness of humanity in a big way, in a very positive way. Today, we are all sitting watching television of people being killed, bombarded, atrocities, all. Our mass consciousness is at an all-time low. Our vibrations are at an all-time low. Sure. Whereas here, we should be raising it. And this is one of the things that Cyrus said. He said, now that you figured out the dot matrix and you figured out negativity, he said, Immortal showed his works on water. He said, remember, your body is over 85% water. So every thought of yours forms that shape or that crystal. If you freeze your blood, you would see those crystals existing. He said, every thought impacts the quality of the water in your body. Mm -hmm. And he said, if you live with higher vibration thoughts, you take time for prayer. You take time for meditation. You look at life from that perspective that I'm here only for a short period. And none of the things that I'm all emotional and upset about are going to matter. Because when all is said and done and our moments run out, what is the only thing we leave behind? Memories. Yep. Memories come from thought. So really, we are nothing more than a product of our thoughts. And therefore, the quality of our thoughts, when Cyrus was saying, is extremely important. He said, think about what you think. And don't just use your mind to generate more chaos. This world doesn't need chaos. This world needs a higher vibration. And this is the reason why in our Saturday webinars, once a month, we have sharing hope. Where all we do together as a group, hundreds of us, just focus on Positive, higher vibration thoughts, seeking easing of difficulties of people all over the world, seeking healing for them, seeking all, all that is good and well. And we are raising the vibration. So if we all do that, we will raise our mass consciousness. You know what? Things like wars and all these things will have very little room in our hearts and minds. Today they dominate. And today we are bombarded with all this. We have thought pollution. Mm -hmm. like Cyrus calls it thought pollution. He said, industrial pollution you think is a problem. He said, it's not. 
your thoughts impact water and imagine the quality of your water. Therefore, all these sicknesses, cancers, everything. So he said, a lot of your health issues are coming around from your thought pollution and from the quality of the thought that you imbibe within your own blood. That was going to be my next question to you because I have heard people say that if you hold too much anger or too much guilt or too much resentment within you, that will show up as some kind of a physical ailment. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because think of the chaotic state of the water when it's filled with very low vibration thoughts. Your body needs high vibration to be able to function effectively. And so what's going to happen? It's going to impact various organs in your body. Like some people, when they are very dense, that thought of anger and tension goes to their intestines. And if you put your hand on the side of your intestines, you will feel it pulsating, if you are one of those. And the more stress and tension you carry and negativity you carry, the more your intestines pulsate. What happens next? You start damaging the walls. What happens next? They get infected. Chronic cases, you could end up with colitis and worse. Some people store that energy in the middle of their head, precipitating migraines. And that's why using your power of thought, using meditation, using high vibration thoughts, you can heal yourself. But if you live life with that anger and negativity, you will keep damaging yourself. And then you go to the doctor and the doctor, he or she will do their best to give you the medications that may relieve your pain or relieve your symptoms, but you're going to go downhill. So it's all about power of thought and it's all about how you use it. And it's about embodying the maximum amount of intelligence in each thought to bring it to the highest level of vibration. People who are listening to this may be thinking, I am still living in a world where you said war is happening, COVID is happening. So many people, especially in the USA, are dying of shooting. When you listen to all of that, the question is, how can you not get pulled by all of these negative occurrences that then give you negative thoughts? I think that was one question, actually, that in one of the webinars, we asked uh, Cyrus to explain in simple terms. Okay. And... Basically, you have to think that as a humanity, we are all one. All of us have our roots in our creator. And the only things that separate us from each other is our physical bodies. But otherwise, when it comes to our energy, the light, we are all one. So now, Cyrus was saying, think of the consciousness of all of you together as one, and you call it mass consciousness. Mm -hmm. So if mass consciousness is a sum total of all our thoughts and all our vibrations, then take a step away from you, the individual, but now think of yourself as a part of oneness. You are in a oneness which is truly suffering. So when I see pictures of war, damage, suffering, all. At one time in my life, I used to get very depressed, very upset, and I used to even get angry. How can it be? 
But then I turned it around and you think of oneness. You can actually take a step in and recognize that the people who are suffering are indeed an extension of you. And so you go into oneness with that thought of healing for them. Mm. You see that grieving mother who's lost her child. She doesn't need more anger from you and me or going out in the streets and screaming. She doesn't need that. But you go in and you think of her and send light and love and peace her way. What have you done? You raise the vibration. Mm. You see a TV report of all this. You go within because you are the oneness. Your thought reaches them. They don't know that it was your thought that planted that seed. When you think of these atrocities and negative things that are happening, our reaction as individuals should be one of going within into the oneness and seeking healing, seeking help, sending them light, sending them positivity. And as I said earlier, you know, that grieving mother doesn't need your anger, but she needs your love. She needs your sympathy. She needs your empathy. So we have a choice. We can either all sit there and keep spinning with more negativity, or we can take advantage of the fact that we are one consciousness, one humanity, and feed that with positivity, with higher vibrations, and cause healing in the lives of those that we are seeing suffering. It is a solution because we already have the problem. Yeah. And when you're faced with a problem, you either find a solution or you become a bigger part of the problem. And the solution is to go within and send the best part of yourself, best thoughts you can, highest vibrations you can out into the oneness for the benefit of those who are suffering. So that's how I manage it. And as a result, I don't get wound up really angry, really upset because I realized that I must always keep my feet on the ground and be part of the solution. That's a win-win situation too, because one, you will not get sucked into the negativity yourself. So you're helping yourself, but also, like you said, you're helping the mass consciousness by sending out the positive healing light to that mother. Exactly. And at the same time, you are protecting your own body from degeneration because you are maintaining that positive stature within you. And I tell you, heaven only knows how badly or how dearly people who can bring that positivity are needed. You have to think of yourself as that beacon, that pole bearer. Yeah. That soul that brings life, the soul that spreads positivity. Each one of us have a role to play, but I am very convinced that universal transformation will happen. Yes. I mean, I'm loving this conversation. Tell us Cyrus's final message to us. Cyrus's final message. I think his final message is that each one of you has the power and the ability to bring about profound change. Do not underestimate your capacity. Do not underestimate 
your strengths. Do not underestimate your role in creation when it comes to the ability to foster positive, powerful change that is desperately needed. And therefore, I would say that Cyrus wants us each to think of ourselves as empowered beings. We're not as weak as we often feel we are. We're not as vulnerable as we often feel we are. There's no need to be as fearful because remember, each one of us has our roots in the light of creation itself. And Cyrus's message is go live with that empowerment, spread that empowerment. Be that beacon that raises the vibration of the world and brings about transformation. And when your moments run out and you're only left with thought, let them be empowering thoughts. And your memories should also put smiles on people's faces. The memories you leave behind, the teachings you leave behind should only be making people's lives better. So that would be Cyrus's message. Beautiful message. Thank you, Amit. Thank you so much. Is there anything you want to add from your end? It's been a very interesting conversation because we've taken very complex issues and concepts and really had the opportunity to filter them down into simple ways of looking at things all the way down to the dot matrix printer. And so really speaking, I would like us to leave this conversation once again, echoing Cyrus's message and echoing the fact that even if you haven't thought about how you are one of those solutions, start thinking today. And don't think that if you thought positively, it's going to do nothing to the person you are thinking about. It will. It does. That would be my message. Thank you for leaving us with that very powerful message. And for the listeners, in case you want to connect or you want to be part of Amin's Saturday workshops, his website is going to be in the show notes. Thank you, Amin. Thank you again for graciously accepting to be a guest on Sharing Life Lessons. Thank you. Thank you. And stay blessed and keep up the good work, Hamida. Amen. Thank you. I can, of course, only speak for myself. But this discussion has personally given me so much clarity. I sincerely hope you feel the same. As always, here are my key takeaways from this discussion with Amin. 1. Cyrus, the angel of knowledge, and Luminous, the angel of light, helped Amin in making simple the concept of thought vibration. They beautifully explained to us through the example of a dot matrix printer how higher vibrating thoughts produce absolute clarity and lower vibrating thoughts result in chaos in our lives. Thus, each one of us is defined by the quality of our thoughts. On a side note, for those who don't know what a dot matrix printer is, please click on the link in the show notes to go to a 30-second video about how a dot matrix printer works. 2. We all need to produce thoughts of the highest vibration because they are germinating, like seeds, in the hearts and minds of people and are contributing to the mass consciousness of humanity. By collectively raising our vibration, we will raise the much-needed mass consciousness, which is why each one of us has a role to play. 3. On the flip side, 
Another important takeaway is that the negative and low vibrating thoughts that we hold within ourselves show up in some form of physical ailment or chronic disease. They get harbored in some body part and then you feel it as chronic pain, fatigue, anxiety or sometimes even worse. 4. Because we are surrounded by atrocities and negativity, we can either become the solution or become a bigger part of the problem. The choice is clearly ours. If we choose to be the solution, then instead of getting angry and depressed about these events, our reaction as individuals should be one of going within into the oneness, seeking healing, seeking help, sending them light, sending them positivity. Because as Amin said, the grieving mother who has lost her child does not need our anger, but she can absolutely use our love and empathy. And lastly, I will leave you with Cyrus's final message. Remember that each one of us are empowered beings because collectively our roots are in the universal light of creation. We must not underestimate our role in creation to foster positive, powerful, profound change that is so desperately needed. Thus, let's together be the beacons that raises the vibration of the world. And this takes us full circle to the quote that I started this episode with where Matthew Richard says, Every hour, spend 10 seconds wishing someone happiness. It's transformative. This brings us to the end of this episode. I will bring you the next episode of Sharing Life Lessons next weekend. Until then, be happy, be safe, and be blessed.